the biggest stories from the pages of the London Free Press and LFPress.com. This is the London Free Press Podcast with your host, Rachel Gilbert. Welcome to the London Free Press Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Gilbert. A number of organizations in London have been working hard at creating a whole of community response to the homelessness issue, thanks to a $25 million donation from an anonymous family who wants all of that money to be used to address the issue. And we've talked about this a lot so far on the podcast. Earlier this week, uh, downtown business leaders met with City Hall to discuss some of the plans, while City Council voted to spend $100,000 for a temporary summer encampment strategy. So today I'm talking with London Free Press reporter Jennifer Beeman about how London's homelessness response is developing. Hi, Jen. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you. Thanks for having me. We're always glad to have you. So talk about the meeting that uh, that happened earlier this week with the city manager and downtown London businesses. What were they talking about? What were they trying to address? Right. So this is the latest in kind of what City Hall has been doing lately, which has been kind of going around and just having these kind of open house events for people to come in, ask questions with the head honcho of the city, by the way, the city manager was there. So, you know, what happened at downtown London, they kind of facilitated it, opened it up to their members and other downtown business owners to come in talk about what's been going on with these hubs and this plan, which is really ambitious and moving quite quickly, um, have their questions answered, talk about their concerns, talk about what they want to see from these hubs. So what would make them a good neighbor and where they should be located and really just kind of get everybody on the same page and talking about this issue and coming together on it. So this is moving quickly because uh, I think there's 15 hubs and some of them are going to be opening this year. Five by the winter is kind of the goal, uh, up to 15 sort of coming down the line sooner than later as well. And 600 supportive units for housing for people that are really quite acute. They really need that kind of hands-on supervision, guidance, support, follow-up. A um, hundred of those units are kind of planned for the next, you know, little bit. And there's already a bunch on Thompson Road that have been started. So yeah, moving very, very quickly. We don't want to end up in a similar situation that we've had where a couple, you know, for a few winters where it's just, you know, that kind of thing, we would love some of these open in time for the winter. Right. So what, what will the hubs include? Like what will, what will they have at these hubs? So that's kind of the million dollar question, broad okay. strokes, big picture. They will have, you know, primary care and mental health care for people and a lot of wraparound supports and things that kind of um, are, are all in one spot. So when the, when a person comes into the door, it's all there for them. They don't have to go across the city or the different centers for the care that they need. Addiction, mental health, primary care. Mm-hmm. They'll also probably have amenities, showers, maybe beds, certainly, you know, kind of crash spaces, you know, kind of stuff like that. Um, just welcoming spots for that are meant to cater to about 25 to 30 or so people. Mm-hmm. Um, city staff are expected to come back next month with kind of top level things that each of these will include. And then locations and costs will be coming to council in September. Are they going to be building buildings for them or will they be in in houses that are or buildings that are already existing? Do we know yet? From from what I heard at council last week, a build in time for the winter just won't be feasible. So the first five, it seems, will be likely in kind of existing locations in the city. Um, but, you know, the 15 in the longer term could certainly potentially be builds depending on funding and, and a lot of other things. Mm hmm. So there's only going to be like up to maybe 35, I think you said at each location. What's the what's the benefit of that, did they say, versus, you know, a major shelter where there could be, you know, 200 people? Well, the goal of this is to make something different than what we've been doing. 
Uh, and in London, we've got kind of these mega shelters and sort of mega, you know, places in the city. I think we all know them where a lot of people congregate and, you know, they're just, they're just larger scale and, and as they should be, I mean, there's, there's certainly a lot of need for it. Uh, you know, we're, I guess the city and city staff and the people that are behind this project and this push are trying to really rethink the way that we handle these things to make them more integrated, smaller scale hubs, more manageable, just more safe, better for the clients, better for the mm. communities that they're in. And I think that seems to be kind of the goal. Um, and, and, you know, certainly the, there's examples of, of things like that, like these kind of smaller scale, you know, a group homes were an example that were given by uh, the downtown London executive okay. director, which is to say these homes exist throughout the city and they're yeah. seamlessly integrated with their communities, right? They're not just yeah. one big mega place, right? And so I think that's kind of the idea that's informing some of this, but we'll have to see what city staff comes up with. Sure. And some of the businesses, although they were with downtown businesses at this meeting, they the downtown businesses don't want all of them downtown. So are they they're thinking of dispersing them everywhere? So that's that's a question. Certainly, where these things be located? Okay. Um, a lot of the downtown businesses didn't want them downtown. Certainly, and and we know that that's you know something we've heard is they're you know they're worried about their bottom line and their operations. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the locations will be a question certainly, but there is sort of a concentration of the homeless issue in the core. I can't imagine the hubs would not be located, at least some of them in the core. Um, but that's really the question about the where, the how, the when. Um, a lot of still stuff still needs to be worked out, but it's it's moving really quickly. So what were some of the suggestions that the businesses were giving yes, or the, this earlier this week, I should say? Right. So they were um, really kind of interested in the security of the places. So they didn't want to see a lot of open drug use or loitering or litters. They were really hoping that this city could find ways to address those. Some people had kind of unusual or like interesting ideas of like, maybe we should be looking at tiny homes as an option or making use of some surface parking lots in the city or other things like that. So there were kind of some of those ideas. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, some people didn't want to see the hubs at all in the core, which, you know, I don't imagine will be a successful push, but I'm really security and sort of um, safety, not just for the public that's walking around, but also for the people that use these services were really paramount. They wanted to see security and good relationships with police and just, you know, that these things are are a good neighbor. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, of course, there was a lot of uh, homeless homelessness advocates at the meeting as well. Um, Chuck Lazenby from the Unity Project was there. And in your story, you mentioned that she said she's never seen this many people trying to shift the system before. Um, So just expand on that. And how important is that? Because this is a whole new thing for us in London. Yeah, instead of just, you know, a few of the sort of usual suspect organizations that are really trying to address this, we have, you know, businesses and hospitals on board. We've got, you know, all kinds of city hall fully in on this. We've got private money from those donors. We've got just a lot of focus and attention on it. And really, how could there not be? Uh, it doesn't take a, a rocket scientist or a, a detective to look downtown and see just the issue we've got. And it's growing and it's not going away. And it's very pressing. And I think everybody's kind of just seeing this and wanting to do something. And, I, and that's, really the feeling is that it's just enough is enough we need to figure out a new way of dealing with this what we're doing isn't working so so here we go and you know there's an appeal to queen's park and ottawa to really help fund some of these things and show them that what we're doing is different than what we've been doing and really to try to address this this really big crisis we've got going on in the city right now Mm -hmm. this is kind of kind of a big question i'm going to throw at you um but from from your talks with people is this 
is this really going to solve homelessness and the mental health problems? Or is this just a better way to support the people who have those issues? So, you know, there's such a, that's such a large issue. So no, as, as a solving of it, maybe not, but certainly as an addressing and helping and recognizing the human dignity of people we have out on the streets that are in this situation. I think that's absolutely what the goal is. So managing what we've got while we work at downstream solutions, such as affordable housing and other sort of equity related social level, kind of societal level things uh, to kind of address those root causes of this. Um, but, you know, this is these hubs are meant for the most acute people. So these are people that are, are struggling with not only addiction and homelessness, but potentially mental health issues, primary care issues, like really the people that that need the most intensive supports. And and those are the ones that, you know, are most mal- marginalized and most vulnerable. And, and that's really what this system is, is meant to you know, address and, and help address. Well, well, we'll see what comes of that. But also this week, um, City Hall approved money for helping homeless encampments. Cause there's, and I didn't know this, there's, there's a, a bunch of homeless encampments. I, I can't remember the number across the city um, more than I thought for sure. Um, so just talk about what that plan is, what that plan looks like. So city council has funded, handed over money to make just sort of little 90 minute, um, basically depots to help people that are living in these encampments. There's about 90 of them in the city. That's what wow. city hall's numbers are. Wow. Um, you know, if you look down by the river, if you look closely, you'll see some of them. They're not, you know, they're kind of hidden, but not really. Yeah. Uh, and there's a lot of Londoners living in there in the summer with the winter shelter system, kind of emergency response closed down. These people are displaced. They're living, you know, just getting by with whatever they've got. And the idea of this money is to just make it so they've got the necessities they need a sandwich a shower a washroom a, you know garbage disposal you know kind of things just to sort of keep that as safe and fire prevention advice certainly just about ways to kind of make manage that as best we can not anybody on city council think that thinks that this is the the panacea or the, the best idea they've ever had or, or a long-term solution at all they all recognize that this is just sort of a an emergency stopgap just to mitigate and help as much as they can while they get this this bigger uh, solution up and running. So so um, there are some critics of of this plan and also the the larger homelessness plan, um, and the critics are are in general saying that this is only going to enable those people who are perhaps using, not getting, uh, not seeking out their own support. This will just enable them to continue their lifestyle. Um, can you expand on maybe what some of the critics' concerns are? So critics of these plans are worried, including one um, counselor in particular, Susan Stevenson, is concerned. We haven't really consulted everyone on these plans. We haven't done enough of kind of the talking and getting a really truly whole of community response here. Um, and she's concerned that we're we're moving quickly on something, and yet she's not entirely convinced that what we're embarking on with the hubs model is really going to be anything different than what we have now, and it's not going to change things materially. So that seems to be the crux of her kind of concern about what we're, what's been going on. She absolutely recognizes the crisis downtown. She wants something done immediately on it, and she just it just seems like there's not a lot of clarity for her on exactly. Um, you know, what specifically will be different under this new regime, this new system of homelessness, um, you know, crisis. And of course, we don't Um, have all the details yet for that, the major plan anyways, but it's coming along. And there's been a ton of consultation already. 
yeah, city hall's been talking to people. They really just want to get, you know, but, but then the other thing too, is you can't, you can't just do nine months of consultation if we want to have this thing up by the winter too. So there's sort of an, there's an absolutely an urgency to it. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the, the other side there too. Uh, where the encampments are concerned, you know, I don't think anybody wants encampments. It's not like London is hoping for these things. It's not like that's something they wake up in the morning and would like to see at City Hall. Uh, but but the money is there just to make it so that we can kind of mitigate and help as much as we can while we work on a bigger solution. There was some talk about um, about the encampments that that this money in the in these depots will just ease the tension. What did they mean by that? We have people living rough with no resources, no running water, no sanitation, really very limited ability to have showers, laundry, things that they need, right? Just the very basics of what they need to exist. Uh, and they're they're where they are because we don't have a system in place to house them properly or any number of other things, right? Mm-hmm. So um, that's kind of the, the tension there is these people are living rough. These depots are meant to just kind of cool things down a little, give them what they need, a sandwich place to be for a little bit um, for 90 minutes a day in these parks. And um, yeah, just kind of, again, just the definition of a stopgap measure. Yeah. Okay. Well, we will definitely continue to watch your reporting. And of course, all, all the reporters at the Free Press are working on this, this homelessness issue, because this has been such a huge thing, uh, this money that's given and, and creating a whole new plan uh, for the city and hopefully beyond. But we'll continue to watch your reporting at lfpress.com. And thank you, Jen, for joining us today. Thanks so much. 